So Rescue Rangers was the greatest movie ever. Like I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't care what anybody says. It was, it was the greatest movie ever. It was like it was really great. Like I don't, I don't know why people have an anger against it. It was a good movie. It was really good. Like it was great. It was actually great. It was actually great. It was actually great. Yes. I 100% agree, and Doug technically was in it. <laughs> yes, technically Doug was in it. Yes. Hello, people. We're here with a new episode of the Wrestling Are We podcast. Yes, you know that. I don't. I don't think that's the name, but we are wrestling. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Friday night. And the feelings, right? <laughs> okay, what what does that mean? Uh, Rampage and SmackDown, right? Yeah, after you stepped on my jokes, but yeah, like totally. <laughs> let's, let's let's get let's get to. I jokes I had one of my own, so go ahead. It, it's fine, but uh, yeah, let's get to <laughs> Rampage and not. Uh, Rampage started off with Jake Hager versus Eddie Kingston. With no, like, just no nothing. They just showed up and it was just like, hey, this match is happening. No intro. And that's been a thing, like, of the last probably six or eight weeks, like, or a little bit longer, that they don't have a fucking intro, like, where people come out of the ring in the first match on Rampage. Bam! Started. Boom! Match. Yeah. Like. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I understand it's the second show, but it's just like, no, we're just going right into the fucking matches. And it's like, okay, but why? It's been a beginning. Like, if anything, you no, no, no. one entrance, one entrance. Out of two no, it hasn't. It's been. It's been. Sometimes it's been both guys. It's been both guys, and then it started to be one entrance, and then it just started no entrance. Just let's get into the action. And it's like, why? Like, I'm not hyped for the action. I'm not hyped for the matches. Like, I know that you're like, oh, well, this is good wrestling. Some of the matches on Dynamite are just like, bleh. So it's like, I'm not hyped for this. If it was just Dynamite, I'd be like, oh, this is different. I'm, I'm all right with this. Yeah. This is like, no, no, no. You're just gonna get right in the rampage action. I'm like, okay, but, but okay, and it's like, all right, whatever, man. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not. I don't like it. Man. Yeah. Eddie Kingston beat him, and it was like, okay, yeah, like this whole Jericho Eddie Kingston feud going to blood and guts. Yeah, I hope it'll be over at the blood and guts, but like. No, because we still had to get the one-on-one Jericho versus Kingston. So, I mean... Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot about yeah, that. So, it is what it is. So, then we get to the back. And this is like... This, like, putting this together is like... It's telling me exactly what's going on, but it fucking also does exactly what we said on a podcast last So, it's Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Reba. And they're backstage and they're talking and they're basically calling out Tony Storm because they're like, Tony, you shouldn't have put your hands on a title. And Britt Baker's like, that title needs me more than anybody. And I was like, dude, like you, the way she talked and the way she said it was like, you're basically affirming that like nobody there thinks of Thunder Rosa as shit. They're like, no, whatever. And like, they're Mm -hmm. only just they're only just counting on this shit. And it's like, bro, you're just fucking reaffirming what I said. Like, and like, Thunder Rosa, like, bust her ass for this company. She, like, during the pandemic was killing it. And now it's like, no, you're the champion. Okay, who cares? It's like, what the fuck? And I'm, I'm kind of seeing this because it's like a lot of people are more invested with the chase than the actual rank. It's like, okay, you get there. Yeah, you got there. All right, who's going to get there next? 
And we've been guilty of that too, but it's just because we have been just, all right, we're going to look forward and make sure that we see everything that's going on. But it's like, no, it's like a lot of people, once you get to the chase and you're like, all right, you got the title. Woo. All right. Fuck this guy. Who's the next person? Like, what the fuck? I mean, some people are better at chasing the title than they are actually having a title. Then at at that point, not even joking, at that point, mm-hmm. whoever's chasing the title should not win the title. If you yeah. enjoy their chase to the title more than them winning the title, then they shouldn't have the title. I know it's like, oh no, you should do this. No, I think you should just like some people should just be relegated to okay, we're gonna chase the title and never get it. Because a lot of people just once you, they get the title, up oh, we're gonna shit all over them. Fuck them. And it's like, dude, like you wanted this. Nope. Fuck them. And it's like, God damn, dude, that fucking sucks. Yeah. And, cause, and also, a lot of the promoters do the same goddamn thing. Because like, once the person gets the title, it's like, all right, we're going to give you the most shit title run we could give you. Like, it was a chase. You got there. Now, who the fuck cares? And just like, just start going to the next person. It's like, Huh? Like, it's just, it's just annoying. Yeah. Like I'm, like the only build that I like, I will always go to as like the best chase story is Naito. Like Naito was like a seven year chase story, and it meant something. It happened, and the bad part about it was it went right to like what I say. The chase was so good that once he won the title, it was like, okay, you suck now. Like, get the title off him. And it was like, but why? We waited seven years for this. Yeah, but he got the title and now we're here. But, but, there's no buts. Get out of here. Oh, okay. Quick. Yeah, like, it was like, okay, that was so fucking weird. Like, it was seven years and it's like nah fuck you like you want a title big moment everybody celebrated all right on to the next thing fuck you well my title reign yeah you're gonna have these couple of title reigns well i mean everybody else is wrestling what about me i mean oh we're gonna blame that on covid like we we really didn't care that much but no oh guys that's exactly how it felt i was like god damn dude this fucking sucks but I mean, we all know that Thunder Rosa is now going to be a casualty. So <sighs> okay. So then we had Satnam Singh, Jay Lethal versus two guys I don't know the names of. And as soon as the match starts out, Renegade says, "This is going to be one of those matches where it's going to be Jay Lethal taking all the work, and then the big guy's going to come in for the end." But no, Satnam Singh came in and he didn't impress me. He didn't even feel like he didn't feel like a regular person. He didn't do shit that was like, oh my god, this big guy is good, or oh my god, this guy is awesome, or this guy has potential. It was like, okay, he just did this move and this move, and that's it. And then he tagged in Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal hit the double lethal injection, and it was over. And I'm like, there was nothing about this guy that, that everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's so good. He's this. He has good moves. It's like, he did nothing impressive. I'm like, maybe he's hiding it, waiting for, like, this big match, hopefully. Other than that, like, I see nothing impressive with this guy at all. He looked better than, like, for example, Kali. But I, mean, like, I don't see nothing special. Of course, because he's actually shorter and smaller than Kali. So, like, oh. yeah, like, that's the only problem with people is like, oh, yeah, he moves better than Kali. Kali was an immobile giant. Like, that's not, like, that's not a high bar that clear. Anybody can fucking clear that. Yeah. But, yeah, like, we'll see. We'll see what this guy, like, I'm not giving him a lot of a chance. I'm just giving him, like, ah, here's, here's this little chance. Fuck it. But yeah. So then we see Hookhausen. We see Danhausen coming in. He's talking to Lexi and 
And she's like, well, Dan, where have you guys been? He's like, we've been spending all my messaging money after winning a match. And Renegade was like, dude, they only won one match. I'm like, yeah, like, that's true. They only won one match. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, we brought cars. And he has a fucking golf cart. And then he leaves. And Lexi's waiting for Hook. And Hook pulls up in his cart. He looks at her with his glasses. Says nothing and speeds off. Okay. I like I that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. So then we had Chris Statlander versus Red Velvet. And they had a match. The funny part was like, I thought it was going to be more Red Velvet beating Chris Statlander's ass. But Chris Statlander did beat a lot of Red Velvet's ass. Yep. And it's like, yeah, like this is like this is dope. Red Velvet is like she's still she's still missing some stuff and she's like, Alright, I'm fucking up, but like I'm trying and she's getting more and more into like she's getting more comfortable in a ring. Like she's getting way more comfortable in a ring. And that's good because once she finally gets comfortable, she'll be like, Okay, she's really good and people will be like, Okay, she's kind of a star, she should do more. I'm like, okay, yeah. Cause like she, like, yeah, she has that. So, Chris Statlander gets the win, which fucked me up. I was like, okay, why did they have Chris Statlander win? But Chris Statlander wins, and then fucking Kara Hogan gets in the ring, and Anna Jay comes down, and Jay Cargill kicks the shit out of fucking, um, Chris Statlander, and we're all waiting. We're all waiting. We're all waiting. And then Athena's music hits. Oh my god, her music hits. And Athena starts running to the ring after her music hits. And then she runs and she gets almost to the ring and the agents stop her. They stop her and say, no! Don't move! Don't move! You can't get in there! No! Stop! Stop! You stop it right now. Like okay, like what the hell was that all about? You know. Yeah. Then we get an ego Epin Page promo. Him talking about how he's gonna beat Miro, and he deserves this, and he's Canadian, and this is gonna be my title, Miro. You, your God doesn't love you again, or whatever. And it's like okay, like I mean it. It's a thing, it's a promo for their match, but it's like, oh, it didn't really take it serious. Sure, so, you go to this match. <laughs> I mean, everybody is, but it's probably going to be Miro that wins. Probably. So, then we get the United Empire, Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open versus FTR and Trent Barretta. And all week, I've heard, like, this match stills the show, this match is so fucking good. This match is great. It was like three spots in this was like, okay, well, that was kind of cool. And then after that, it was like just a regular six-man match. And I'm like, well, everybody that kept saying this was so damn good and like it stole the show and they were looking forward to it and you guys should be looking forward to it. It was so awesome. And I'm like, there was none of that. Like, there was none of that. It just was a match. Like, it just wasn't a regular match. It wasn't like, oh, my God, this match is great. Like, there was so much ring psychology in it. No, it just was a, a match. It just was a match. And it just it weirded me out, like, how everybody had put this match over, over. And they'd be like, yeah, everybody loved it. And if you look in the crowd, no one was on their feet during, like, the middle of this match going, yeah! Like, they would do for, like, a super five-star match. No, they just was like, okay, we're watching this match. They were cheering. They did the This Is Awesome chant right at the, the spots that they're always supposed to do. And they're like, yeah, this is all. And it's like, but fam, like, this is like this is a regular match. This is a regular match. Come on. And it was like, like I said, it was what it was. It was what it was. And like I, I feel like everybody's match, like, Kid, like, 
looking way better. Like we've seen them at their best. Everyone in this match, but no one tried because they didn't care because they were drunk. Like I feel like if FTR and Aussie Open have a tag team match, it's gonna blow the fucking roof off the place. And like yeah. that's what should have happened, but they they did this instead, and it's like okay, well, you did this instead, so I guess this is sufficing for what's going on. But you know, it is what it is. Other caveat today, like you said, like it would blow the roof off. It would mm-hmm. only blow the roof off if it's a pay per view or dynamite. Rampage, I don't think would be it. Like it would still I mean, be a, even if it was a tag team match. I think. No, according to some people, like last week's Rampage was like a huge thing where okay. it was, you know, the fucking Young Bucks versus uh, whatever this uh, Pentagon and Phoenix, and they were like, yeah, this was so good. And it was like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't as good as everybody made it out to be, but like it was good. Yeah. Yeah. If they yeah, that was that. like. Mhm. So that was Rampage. Oh, Trent Beretta got the win, and that was that was how that ended. Yeah. So yeah, that was Rampage, baby. So earlier in the day, we got Paige, not Paige Van Zandt, actual WWE Paige. And Paige said, as of July 7th, my WWE contract is over and I am leaving WWE. And I'm just like, okay, well, that didn't come as a shocker or nothing. But everybody immediately was like, oh, she's going to Elite. She's going to be all Elite. And I'm like, fine, she might be, but like, at least give it like five minutes before you guys go, she's going to be all Elite. Like, soon as she did that, even in her fucking comments of the fucking I'm leaving, people was like, oh, she's going to all Elite. She's going to all Elite. And it's like, yeah. It's like, probably, like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, probably. They had no chill. Yeah, so how do you feel about Paige leaving WWE? How do you feel about that? I mean, they had nothing for her. Like, they wasn't doing anything with her. Like, last time we actually saw her in, like, official capacity when she was general manager, no? No, when she was a manager if I'm mistaken yes but the thing is like she said she was working on getting cleared and I'm like I'm all for you getting cleared I'm all for it like I have Mm -hmm. no problem no qualms with anything she's done I mean but like yeah like her coming like coming out of retirement and doing we're not retirement but like getting back from injury is like perfectly fine like I said, I have no problems with it. And like, her going to AEW seems like the obvious choice. Yeah. So, immediately when that happened, I, my crazy, insane brain jumped to a scenario that, like, probably has a huge likelihood of happening as of right now. Like, it could go back down to, like, less, but never zero. That... It's going to be Mercedes versus Soraya in AEW, and they're going to bring up the whole kicking in the back thing and all of that. It is going to be like, oh, I I don't want to see this or like relive this. I don't, I don't want to go through that where she's going to be like, you tried to injure me, you tried to take me out. Now I'm going to kill you, bitch. Ah, and this is going to be one of those stupid-ass things. And I'm going to be like, I, I don't want this. Like, I don't yeah. want any of this. Like, I just want wrestling. I don't want this kind of story. 
Like if you're gonna do that, then don't don't do that. Don't do that. But like I, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that's exactly what's gonna happen. But it's like whatever. But yeah, like I'm like I'm in. A, I don't know with Paige. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But like, it, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. She's probably gonna wind up in AEW because like, her, if her contract like expires, there's nothing that anybody could do, and she could just walk right into like AEW's arms. Like, there's nothing that nobody can stop her. Be like, you have to wait ninety days. No, your contract expired. There's nothing you can do. Kind of like what Kyle O'Reilly did. Yeah, it's like you just let the contract expire and then goodbye. I'm going to over here. Yeah. It's like, all right, that's a thing. So, that that's something. Then, I mean, not then, but like, that's just, I don't know. So, SmackDown happened. SmackDown happened? Yeah, the most epic SmackDown ever, they said, or some shit like that. Dude, why did they keep saying that? I don't know. They started off the show talking about, oh, we have a t- Intercontinental title match. We have two Money in the Bank matches. We have a stipulation like main event. And like, and they didn't say any names when they were saying all this. Like, Of course, we knew about the IC title match. But nothing seemed amazing to me. And even after they said who was in it. Yeah, no, that was very irritating because they're like, this big, super stupendous SmackDown is happening. And it's like, okay, what's happening here? It's going to be huge. Okay, let me in on what's going on, guys. It's going to be very huge. And it's like, okay, but what about it? Like, tell me more. It's going to be big. And I'm waiting for this big thing to happen all night. And nothing happens. Nothing happens. And it's like, (laughs) yeah. It's like, what the fuck? What was the point of that? Like, nothing was big. No, no, no. It's huge. Nothing happened. Like, that fucking bothered the shit on me because, like, nothing happened. And they just like, yeah, this is going to be huge. And, like, nothing happened. This was, like, a regular SmackDown. And this was actually more boring than a regular SmackDown. But it was supposed to be so huge. Yeah. Like, like okay. Yeah. It started off with Sheamus versus Drew. And the winner gets to be in Money in the Bank. So we're watching it and they're fighting and they're going at it and they're doing a regular Drew versus Sheamus match. It's like, oh, well, this is a Drew versus Sheamus match. This is cool. One of them has to win. And then they're outside and like, oh, one of them are going to get counted out. Okay. That's how the person's going to get in. No. No, no, no. They both get counted out. It's like, what the fuck? They both get counted out? Yeah, no, we're both getting counted out. Actually, they didn't get counted out. They both got the queued because they both used cheers. Yeah, but they were out. Yeah, they were both on the outside, so they both got DQ'd. But I yeah. thought they got counted out. And they're like, they're fighting, and they're fighting. They're fighting. They fight up the ramp. They fight around, and they just keep fighting. They keep fighting. Then they finally separate them, and they're like, well, neither one of them are going in money and bank. Okay. I'm like, Okay, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, they're just gonna like put the spot on somebody else eventually. But it's like, all right, whatever. Didn't really care. They did. A- they're gonna have a rematch. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They did a Cody thing. They talk about Cody being injured and like did a whole. They did like 10, 15 minutes on Cody. Like on how he is, and it's he got fucked up, he got injured, he got beat up the next day. Cody's a superhero, and like they kept pushing, and then he like 
he's gonna be out for nine months. And I'm like, so he's gonna be back for Royal Rumble. Back. All right, cool. <laughs> you see it too. Like he's gonna come back way sooner. Yeah, like he's coming back right at the Royal Rumble. So then finally, Lacey Evans wrestles. And she wrestles against Zia Lee. And the winner gets to be in Money in the Bank. I'm like immediately like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this is like this is the qualifier for fucking money in the bank. It's like okay. And of course, Lacey Evans beat Zia Lee. And it's like, you had Zia Lee, somebody that she was supposed to be trying to build up. And you're just like, no, we're just going to sh- shoot her right in the face. What the fuck is this about? That's their trope. They do that. Yeah, and then we get Drew backstage. Drew's like, P.S., you better put me in the match. Because I should be in Manina Big. And Pierce is like, listen, I have to talk to the board of directors. And uh, after that, we'll figure out what's going on. It's like, okay. So then we get Ronda Ravi out there just getting ready to talk. And then Shotzi comes out and Shotzi's like, hey, since you're doing that open challenge bullshit, let me wrestle you. And Ronda just gets really weird, dumb, and corny and go, okay, I'll give you a Shotzi. And then they went to commercial. I'm like, what the fuck? So when they came back from commercial, they say the Viking Raiders are coming to SmackDown. I'm like, they were already here. They just went to <laughs> fucking NXT for a minute. We're coming to SmackDown. What the fuck is happening? And then she... all promo seemed to one go on for like five minutes. Yes. And then they had Sheamus walk into Pierce's office and say, I should be in that fella. And Pierce's like, well, I'm going to have to take it up with the board of directors. And we're just like, all right, this is going to be really stupid. So, Shotzi and Ronda have a match. And, of course, Ronda, but, like, it was a match. I'm like, why? Like, why? Like, once again, like, Shotzi is just, like, she's just getting her ass beat. And then, after the match, Natalia comes out. And she attacks Ronda. That's your reason why. Like, yeah, and everybody's like, why did she do this? It's like, what do you mean, why did she do this? She has a match with her. Shut up. It's a match with her. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I was so goddamn baffled. Like, why they even question it? It's Natty beating up Ronda. That's what should happen. Like, why are you being weird? Like, nobody should have been weird. And Natty put her in a damn sharpshooter. And, like, she tried to damn near kill her, but, like, it didn't work. So, that was a thing. So, earlier in the day, we had heard, oh, everybody in the back loves Gunther because he's he's very agreeable and everybody loves him. They think that he's so awesome. Gunther is just great. Mr. McMahon thinks he's the best thing ever. And I'm like... Oh, he's winning the IC title tonight. 100%. Like, there's no way he's losing. And he fought Ricochet, which was actually a really good match. It wasn't even just like a, oh, it's a throwaway match. He's going to slap Ricochet around a little bit, and that's it. It was like, no, this I is actually awesome. No, I, like, this like, I thought it was just going to be, like, not a squash, but, like, Ricochet was going to get in, like, two or three moves, and then... Walter was just gonna beat the shit out of him but like no it was a lot of fighting back and a lot of getting into this and Ricochet wound up losing it was like okay this is way more competitive than I thought yeah so now Gunter is now the intercontinental champion so after that we get Samuel Zane in the back with Paul Hammond and him and Paul Heyman are talking. And Paul Heyman says, yo, listen. If you beat Riddle, I'm going to talk to 
roaming about putting you in the bloodline. And if Riddle wins, Riddle gets a shot next week at Roman. And he's like, okay, let's see you out there. So they go to commercial. And when they come back, they announced that next week, Bartender Cabron is going to be taking on Mad Crap Moss. It's like, what the fuck? Like, why? I didn't care about this. Like, in a no holds barred match, and Maxim Magazine are going to have their new fucking person debut. So it's like, all right, don't really care. It's more than likely going to be face. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be face or heel. Like, I don't know. I, mean, I said face, but I meant to say mace. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then we get the main event. Sammy versus Riddle. And they're going at it. They're going at it. And like, in no way, shape, or form in my mind is like, oh, Sammy's going to win. And Riddle definitely won with an RKO soon as Sammy was setting up the Huluva kick. He hit him with the RKO. And Riddle can't even celebrate. He gets attacked by the fucking Usos. And next week it's going to be Sammy versus the Tribal Chief for the title. Yeah. Like, oh, I really don't care. Yeah, and Sammy did attack the fucking Usos after that with a Kindle stick and got them out of here. But here's um, like here's the thing. He said Sammy attacked Riddle. Riddle. I meant to say. Here's the thing about this, which I actually was looking and it just fucked me up because it's like, hmm. I actually didn't see that coming because for for years, like people was like, oh, Riddle. Like, Mr. McMahon isn't going to see anything at Riddle. He's going to think that Riddle is just, like, nothing. He Riddle is not going to be over. Riddle's not going to get in a push. Riddle's just going to be there. And everybody had drilled that into people's heads. It was like, oh, Riddle will never get over. Riddle will never be this. Riddle is, like, Riddle is just going to be this guy that's, like, an opening match thing. Riddle isn't going to be this star. And I'm watching him at the end of this fucking show and the fans are fucking cheering and loving him like, yeah! Riddle! And I'm like, what? I'm like, like, yeah, I'm like, oh, so everybody would like, oh, they were wrong. They were wrong about this. It, like, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Riddle is super over, and I'm just excited about it. Well, I'm not excited because I'm not, like, a super fan of Riddle, but, like, I'm, like, I'm excited that, like, he's over and, like, he's getting to live his dream, but, like, at the same time, I'm, like, I don't really, I don't really care. But yeah, like that's I think. So how do you think next week is gonna go? I know we know who's gonna win, but like how do you think yeah. next week is going to go? Um typical, like, you know, like nothing new is gonna happen. It was gonna get in this shit probably halfway through. Riddle's gonna like have it, we're gonna get in, probably distract the referee. And obviously Roman's winning, so nothing. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm to- like I'm totally down for that. Hopefully, like, man. I don't know about that though. I don't like. I honestly don't want Randy to show up. I don't want Randy to show up. No, I want him to beat the shit out of Riddle and leave Riddle lane. Like beat okay. the shit out of Riddle and leave him lane and leave it at that. Just leave it at that. Like don't go any further. Just leave it at that. Don't go but any further. Roman, right? Yes, of course. Just okay. leave it at that. Don't go any further. Leave that shit. Just leave it. Just fucking leave it. And then just move on. Yeah. Just move on. And then, like, eventually, 
Randy is going to be like, no, I have to get revenge for my buddy Riddle and for what you did to me. And then, like, he attacks Roman eventually. Like, he attacks Roman eventually, and that's it. And then we have the match, and there we go. The typical, like, it came out of nowhere thing. Like, from Randy. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Because this is going to be probably after fucking, uh, what the fuck is it called? After Money in the Bank. Because Roman's not in Money in the Bank. Roman's not in Money in the Bank, so that's what's going to happen. He's going to attack him after Money in the Bank, and then it's going to lead to the slow build to Roman versus Randy at SummerSlam. And everybody's going to be like, oh, man, this is so cool. And we're just going to be like, okay, it's just body stacking on top of bodies on top of, on top of bodies until Cody or somebody else wins. Like, that's it. Yeah. But who do you think that he had a couple yeah, like this is like this is this is probably the lineup of the murderous row for Roman. It's gonna be first off Riddle, then it's gonna be Randy, then it's gonna be Drew, then it's gonna be Bobby, then hopefully they bring back Nakamura so he can die, which I've been predicting for months. Then you get Nakamura, and then by that time. You just have to figure out somebody else to throw at him because we'll still be waiting for Royal Rumble where we find out it's Cody. And then, like, also, by that time, it'll be time to switch up the rosters, people to go different places. Maybe you can meet up some new person out of... I don't know where, but, like, you can find somebody new and be like, oh, this guy. And you'll be like, oh, wow, this guy is facing him. I mean, I'm not going to say the one name I'm suspecting that could show up because, like, nothing has moved since the day that we said, oh, Cesaro might be coming back. And, like, after that, it's been, like, quiet. It's been deathly silent. Like, oh, well, no one knows. But, like, they need somebody past Bob Lash. Like, past Bob Lash, you just need, you need somebody. Yeah. Because Bob Lash is one of the people who's like down the line, you're gonna have him face. But you need somebody after that. Like you need somebody definitely after that. And if you can't find anybody, then you're just gonna have to start redoing feuds. Cause another feud that like they could do if they switch them over would be Seth Rollins versus Roman. But that would be after the draft. And if, like I said, if my math is right, by the time he gets to Bobby, it'll be time for the draft. So you can switch over Seth. And then we can find somebody else on Raw that's like kind of getting built up. He's like, oh, this person is doing really good. Let's throw this person over to SmackDown and have him face Roman. Or you could just leave him on Raw and just, because he could go to both brands. So, yeah, it's like, it's like after Bobby, like I said, you could throw Nakamura at him, but like Nakamura keeps falling off a cliff. But you could throw Nakamura at him, and then like after that, like I don't know, like I don't know. Like I thought of a name, but it's probably like never gonna happen. I was thinking Brown Breaker. No, Brown, no. People are already like have been on the Braun Breaker thing for a while, but like Edge, Edge needs his one on one rematch, and now he's single. He could do something. Yeah, um, AJ Styles run it back against Roman. We haven't had that in a long time. Like there, like there's still matches out there that you could have, like Finn Non Demon Balor. You could have that. But like, like I said, it's a like, it's you have to figure out how to do it and bring it up and get to the Roman because like all of this is like basically just like numbers. 
Like, it's just going to be numbers. It's just going to be numbers because all of it ends with Cody. And once again, like I said at the very beginning of the show, it's the chase that's sexy. It's the chase that's sexy. It's like going after that girl and you want her so fucking bad and you finally get her and you get to have sex with her and you're like, oh, well, not just a girl, but like whoever, partner, person. I'm, I'm being sexist. But your person, you go after your person, you find your person and you're like, yo, this person is just so fucking hot. I want to fuck this person so bad. And you get them and you do it. And it's amazing, but it's over and you're like, this is what I really wanted and it happened. And now what do I do? I don't know. know. Do I want to stay here and start a relationship? Or like, do I want to, I don't know. It's uh, This is that one thing I really wanted and I got it and now I'm here. Huh. Well, I don't know. And that's how that's how it is winning the championship. It's, it's, it's finally getting that person and doing to that person what you've always wanted to do. And you have it. And there's nothing after that. Like, there's nothing after that. Like, if you don't really actually want to go past that, there's nothing after that. That's exactly what the fucking titles are. You get it. Then what? Then there's nothing after that. And that's how everybody is. And that's that's basically what what's going to happen when Cody gets it. It's, it's the big pop. Yeah! They did it! Then it's like, I don't know why they put the fucking title on Cody. He's just an AEW guy. Like, this is so fucking insane. And it's like, bro, you wanted this. What is happening? And that's, that's exactly... What's gonna happen? Because it happens all the goddamn time. But yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah. yeah. But that's that and um, any news you got? That shit. <laughs> I was gonna say people yeah. gonna lose their shit when fucking Cody wins the title, and then probably like a week later because. Yeah, that's the same thing they're doing with Adam Cole. They're saying he's getting too much goddamn screen time on the fucking AEW television. And they're like, "Yeah, why is he always on the screen? Like, like he's not a, like he's not even that good." It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's Adam Cole. Like they're like, no, 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 he's not even that fucking good. Like, oh my god, he's so annoying. Like, oh, why is he? Why is he doing that? And it's like, why are you turning against him? Like he's Adam Cole, and like. I've seen this like all week. It's like, why are y'all upset at Adam Cole? He's always on our television. Like, come on, like if you're injured, just stay off of TV or like just go somewhere. Like, oh my god, he, he doesn't even have any good views. What's going on? It's like, fam, what do you mean? They're trying to keep him relevant so you know that he's a fucking person. And it's like, oh yeah. like this is this sucks. And like, I'm just like Dude, what is happening? Like, why do people turn against certain people and be like, oh, fuck this guy? Like, he didn't even do anything for you to be like, fuck him. Like, he's like one of the fucking nicest people in the world. And they're like, nah, fuck this guy. What the fuck did he do to you? Like, did he beat you fucking... Last thing, Brian said it perfectly once. The fans are fickle. It's exactly that. Like, like, what the fuck did he do? He beat you in Halo? I think, what the fuck is happening? Probably so. He probably beat you in Halo and then immediately apologized in his Canadian ass. He's like, one of the most, like, he's not only one of the most nicest humans, he's like a good wrestler and has a good wrestling persona. It's like, come on, like, what do you want from this guy? Like, what, what do you want from this person? Like, seriously. Oh my God, I just realized something. And this is just like an us thing. Mm-hmm. Our, our whole joke about him being Canadian because he's so fucking nice, right? Mm-hmm. He's the open heart champion. <laughs> he's double Canadian now. Yeah. Oh, shit. 
Yep, he's super Canadian. <laughs> but, like the fans are just insane. And like I under like I understand because like me included don't know why he's in the fucking the triple threat match and they're making a triple threat match with him versus Okada or Jay White and Hangman. Like there's no need, like there's no need for it. Like yes, yes, fucking Adam Cole should be on that pay-per-view. Should he be in that title match? If he's not having a one-on-one match, no. Like if he's if he's gonna build that pay per view, you throw him in a bullet club match. You throw him in a weird ass bullet club match and like with multiple people. Like yeah. do that. Like do that. Don't throw him in this big title match. Like, no, we're gonna put him in this big title match. No. Put him in somewhere that he's gonna be like, Okay, well, this works. But like don't throw him in this title match. Now you like now you have more people going. Fuck this. It's like I understand. I like I understand that criticism, but the other of uh, he shouldn't be on TV, he's doing too much. Like AEW's pushing him down our throats. Like that I don't get. You can actually do him Red Dragon versus G O D and like a third partner or whatever. You know what I mean? And Bingo Bango, you have your match right there. That doesn't work. Huh? That doesn't work. Doesn't? Okay. No, that doesn't work because it's like it's throw it's throwing GOD into a match that they have nothing to do because like the elite are the elite. The elite are the elite. They haven't done yeah. anything to fuck with GOD. They they haven't even kicked them out, so like they've been cordial to fucking Hikaleo, so they haven't done anything to go. Oh, okay, this match would make sense. Like that wouldn't make sense. Like I'm saying, if they have a big fucking weird ass six man with that combination in there against GOD and a bunch of other people, then yeah, that makes sense. But like them just going at for the Bullet Club sins is like. That, yeah, that's not that's not fun to me. Oh no, I wasn't saying it's the Bullet Club. I'm just saying merely AEW New Japan. No, they could they could because like there's like you could put them against fucking Lij. You could put them True. three against Lij. Like there's only four of them. So like you put them against them. And it's like okay, yeah, that, that's that's a thing. Like, yeah, we have we have a good match. Okay. Like you have. Bushi Shingo and Naito versus Cole O'Reilly and Fish, and it'd be like, oh damn, that's a, that's actually how that match. Everybody would enjoy it, but it's like, I mean, but you can't just stick this guy like in a triple threat and make it a triple threat, and that's it, because that doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make me happy that you threw him in there. Was like, oh, we need to put Adam Cole in here. All right. We're gonna stick him right here. It's like, no, this is this is a forbidden door thing. Why don't you just have one on one matches? Like triple threats are like very rare in New Japan. And the last time they were their triple threat, like everybody was like, Ugh. because it was a world title match between Kenny and Kodobushi and fucking what is his name, Kodobushi and Koda, Cody, Koda, and Kenny. That's what it was. That, that's why I fucked up the name. Don't judge me. Yeah. Like, no, that's, no, that's, it, it's understandable. <laughs> yeah, that's the last time it was like a big triple threat. It was like, oh my God, this is a big triple threat for the title. Oh, wow, this is a thing. And everybody in Japan in that fucking arena was like, uh, yeah, this is good wrestling, but uh, like, we just want to see one-on-one matches. Like, if this was for another title, yes. But this is for the world title. And it's like, ugh. And, like, that was immediately one of the one of the reasons why the New Japan fans was, like, so vehement against Kenny. They was like, nah. Fuck this guy. Like, you want to do this to our title? Like, you're the champion. You're doing this? Fuck you. Fuck you. Boo. Fuck you. Boo. That was one of the things that set them off. It was like, oh, you're doing this? 
Like, this is like an American bullshit, and you're doing this to our title, which is our main big title in this goofy-ass match? Okay, no, fuck you. Like, boo, boo, get out of here. Get off stage. That was a thing. Like, him is just a regular Dude, no one knows if he's ever coming back. Like, no one has no fucking idea if, if Ibushi's coming back. Like, no one knows if he's coming back. And also, fucking Cole is injured. Like, him versus Ibushi, Ibushi would kill him just, like, doing regular moves. It's like, oh, that, yeah, that it's, Like I said, stick him in, like, a fucking six-man. Stick him in a six-man or eight-man or, like, ten-man stick him in something like don't stick him in this because it's like you're forcing him in there and like not only does the fans already hate him there's gonna be more fans that tune into this and be like why is he in this like he didn't even earn this what why is he being forced into this and it's like you're forcing him into something that's going to make it weird on everybody else and it's like yeah, like this is not this is kind of counterproductive. Yeah, like I keep saying, and I've said a, for the last couple of times, he's smart. Tony Khan is smart, he's a wrestling promoter, he's a wrestling fan. This should not be one of the ideas that you pick to go, Yeah, no, no this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted, and this is exactly what I wanted, and what everybody else wanted. And everybody else is like, No. We don't want this. Like, whatever you're thinking is not what we're thinking. We don't want this. Yeah, I agree. Not for this match. Anything else but this match. Yeah, so, um... We're going to end the podcast, but next week we will have the Dominion wrap-up, and it's going to tie into AEW Dynamite in the first Bitten window. Window. But yeah, guys. Uh, I thought you were gonna say something, but okay. I waited for you. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs>